We all know the basics of marketing. We know it involves finding your target audience and then framing your messaging to make it appealing to your particular target audience. Now, all of this is simple as long as you have a generic target audience. But how do you shape your marketing when your target audience is not so generic? To shed a light on this topic, on this episode of The Disrupt Show, I speak to Piali Dasgupta. She's the Senior Vice President of Marketing for Columbia Pacific Communities, which is Asia's largest old age communities. She talks about her journey and how you must mend your marketing efforts to suit a target audience, which sometimes is not so generic. Hi, I'm Harshit Pai, and you're listening to The Disrupt Show. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Disrupt Show. Today we are speaking to Piali Dasgupta. She's the SVP of Marketing at Columbia Pacific Communities, which is India's largest, most experienced and preferred senior living community operator. So welcome to The Disrupt Show, Piali. Thank you so much, Harshit, for having me here. It's a great pleasure to be here. So why don't we just start off with you giving us a little background into what you do and how did you end up in the field of marketing? Right. Um, so I started my career about 16 years ago and I actually started my career in journalism. Uh, mm-hmm. I did my master's in communication and got into journalism. My first job was with the Times of India. I was a fashion journalist uh, for the first five years of my uh, career. And then uh, from there, uh, you know, I switched over to uh, the other side of things, uh, which was, uh, you know, marketing communication and especially in the digital space because uh, India at that time was at the cusp of the digital revolution. I'm talking about 10 years back. Um, so I moved on to Mintra where I was heading content and, uh, you know, I was responsible for their entire YouTube content as well as content on the blog. Back then, blogs used to be a big thing. <laughs> They're no longer a big thing, but you know, back then they were. Mm-hmm. And from Mintra, I went to Amazon, where I set up social media for Amazon Fashion in India. Um, and, you know, took care of uh, social media marketing for all the 10 categories within fashion. Then from there, I went to the publicist group because I realized that, you know, I hadn't worked with an agency and I hadn't seen the advertising side of things. And that's something that I wanted to do as well, because my idea was to cover all aspects of marketing communication. And uh, so my next stint was uh, at an agency where I managed the digital mandate for uh, all the Alta Birla fashion uh, brands, uh, mm-hmm. including Alan Solly, Louis Philip, Peter England, um, Planet Fashion, People. These were the brands. And then uh, from there, um, you know, I wanted to do something outside of fashion because by then I had done um, only fashion. That was my, you know, the only thing that I had exposure to. And I thought that it was nice to kind of get out of my comfort zone and try something and see if I'd be able to, um, you know, build relevance in a category that was very different from fashion mm-hmm. and uh, that's when columbia pacific communities happened uh, they hired me as part of their founding team it's been a little over four years now in the organization and uh, you know the journey started with having to build a brand from scratch uh, whether it was a brand identity whether it was a brand architecture you know i, I joined the organization at a time when um, it didn't even have its name Mm-hmm. To now, when it is a category leader, it is the most preferred brand in the category. It is growing at a very healthy pace, um, both business-wise and from a brand standpoint. And 
you know, that pretty much sums up the last 16 years of my life. I don't know if that answers your question on how yeah. I ended up in yeah. one. That, that definitely is a long um, sort of an uh, experience that you have. Um, and that's why it's, and, and it's a very good leeway for my next question. So I've spoken to around 30 people on this podcast now. And whenever I ask them what branding means for them, I have received a different response every single time. So considering you are now in the branding space and you have built the brand of Columbia Pacific Communities from, from scratch, what does a brand mean for you? So, you know, it's a great question and I can see why uh, all the 30 people that you have interviewed would have given you different answers because uh, even if you look at how brand has been, you know, kind of um, defined or, uh, or well, defined by, by the greatest brand leaders of the world, right? Whether it is Philip Kotler, whether it was David Aker, whether it was, uh, let's say, somebody like Seth Godin, uh, they've all had very different definitions of what a brand is, right? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, to me, a brand is um, a set of, you know, intangible elements. And it is basically, um, you know, feelings, emotions, and, and it is, you know, it is a perception. A brand is a perception. It is about how a consumer perceives a product or a service that you sell, right? Mm-hmm. And depending on how well you've been able to create that perception, uh, you will be chosen, you know, over your competitors, right? Um, so that is really what a brand is. But a brand is really about emotions. It is about stories. It is about finding that connect and consistently building that connect with your customers. And um, obviously, everybody knows that a brand is not built uh, in a day. Um, so it is It is about, uh, you know, being patient through that process of building a brand. But, you know, one of my favorite quotes of uh, what a brand is, is actually somebody um from the business side of things uh you know uh, jeff bezos once said that uh, a brand is what people talk about when you're not in the room you know mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's interesting because uh, not only does he talk about the brand as as let's say an inanimate entity right mm-hmm. but also personal brand which has become uh, such a big thing today in the world that we live in because all of us are actually brands isn't it we're all trying to build our own brand as well as build the brand that we are working for um so i think yeah i mean and that's why you know i said that you know ultimately it 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 is really about the perception people have about you now when your team reached out to me i was instantly hooked because you cater i mean you do branding for a company which is quite offbeat right and if you were to take the target audience of uh, any brand and plot it on a on a bell curve most brands cater to the middle section and very few cater to the tails and since columbia pacific, uh, pacific communities is india's largest senior living community how do you make a brand strategy to cater to the tails uh, of a target audience which is very uncon- uh, very very unconventional so how do brand strategies change in change in that respect Right. Well, I think that the fundamentals of building a brand remain the same, whether you're catering to the head or the tail audience, right? Mm -hmm. And that is really about ultimately finding the audience, identifying who is it that you're wanting to talk to, because if you talk to everybody, you don't, you talk to nobody, right? That's, I think, one of the first lessons that we were taught in PR, that if you talk to everybody, you don't talk to, you talk to nobody. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's, 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 it's really important to identify who your audience is. 
understand the pulse of this audience understand what motivates this audience understand also what demotivates this audience and understand you know the the sort of uh, uh, broad kind of you know cultural um uh, stimulants of this audience and the kind of um stimulants that have meant a great deal to this audience right mm-hmm. um at columbia pacific communities we are really about you know batting for senior citizens right yeah. i mean if if i were to sort of put it in a sentence if somebody were to ask ask me what is it that you really do i mean it is really about constantly batting for senior citizens because we feel that senior citizens as a as a demographic and as a cohort um have been uh, uh you know ignored and uh, overlooked for a very very long time so as a brand that was the first thing that we did in terms of you know formulating a strategy it was to say that we are going to be a brand that entirely focuses on them and shines the spotlight on them so their interests become our interests you know mm-hmm. um and it is about giving them a platform to voice their opinions to express themselves and express themselves very freely without any inhibitions of you know being judged um and i think that was very very important because for a long time you know this was a generation and this was an audience that was just completely overlooked in a in a world where uh everybody is so gen z focused and gen z obsessed i mean you know yeah. the pop culture only talks about gen z the the media talks about young people nobody is really wanting to talk about uh you know the older generation and that was really what our first strategy was right to to shine the spotlight on them the second thing was to really identify their pain points right mm-hmm. and there are many loneliness being a huge factor um resulting in you know in in many mental health concerns and so on um and and i think it was uh it was just about sort of trying to be an ally to begin with and to to really understand through consumer research through talking to our consumers first hand to have to you know having one on one conversations with them to really understand what plagues them today right and mm-hmm. some of the things that plagues them today are very relatable you know for example uh, isolation loneliness um a lot of them feel that they are losing relevance in the world that they live in because the world is you know kind of moving at such a fast pace that they're not able to catch up i mean if you if you look at our parents for instance i think that's the first thing that they would tell you right that they they mm-hmm. not able to really keep up with the world you know and uh, and i think that um, uh, you know uh, for us as a brand it was about figuring out how best we can address these pain points right now not not every pain point is something that we can address through our product and service but to try and see whether we could facilitate um you know certain solutions right for them mm-hmm. um and thereby uh, you know gaining customer trust thereby gaining the audience trust which is so important today because trust is the most important currency today and particularly yeah. for a new brand that is trying to come into a market which is um you know where where the awareness around the category is extremely low uh, i think the first thing that you want to do mm-hmm. is you know on that trust right and finally i think you know with senior citizens you have to understand um just as it is with any other uh, you know cohort we we often forget that you know we try to club them as gen z and millennials and you know and uh, <laughs> you know things like that but every gen z is a different person right i mean for example if i am an older yeah. millennial which i am uh you know i'm i'm quite different to uh, a lot of other people in the same um you know generation and cohort right so you can't really 
put me in a box and say that okay because she is millennial she will exhibit these kind of um uh, you know uh, let's say behaviors right um similarly with with mm-hmm. with uh, senior citizens with baby boomers what what i have noticed and what we have actually collectively as a team noticed is that there is an there is a you know very high sense of you know individual individuality and there is a sense of um self reliance and self respect and they want to be treated as individuals right they want to be seen as an individual who has his very distinct tastes and likes and dislikes and quirks and idiosyncrasies and um, you know and everything that makes uh, one a human being so they they very much dislike being clubbed into a sort of segment and say that okay because you're a senior citizen you're expected to be uh behaving in a certain manner right and i think that was very important for us to understand as a brand and accordingly um sort of tweak our whether it was our communication strategy whether it was you know uh, our engagement strategy with uh, with uh, consumers to tweak all of that right so i think that's um that's really how i'd sort of sum it up um yeah um i really like the fact that you brought in the um analogy of trust right because um trust is something that bridges bridges the gap between what is culturally acceptable and what a brand wants to say right uh and and in an indian society um columbia pacific communities or similar such organizations they are categorized as old age homes right and it has a very negative sort of a connotation but when i was going through your website and when i was going through the sort of communications that you have put out it's a very positive sort of an outlook um for having these communities and i really like the name as well uh, you call it a community and not a home so how do you tackle these cultural um assumptions that people have in in different countries because that becomes a key um, a key way in which you can change conversations and i'm seeing colombia pacific communities is actually changing conversations around um, senior citizen living so how do you how do you cater to different cultures and how do you be part of changing the conversations around those contexts yeah so you know harshit um for us like i mentioned earlier as well that you know it it was really about trying to understand this audience very very well right and and and, and because there mm-hmm. wasn't uh that much of research material or information available on them uh it was not really easy to begin with but i think the one thing that we realized early on was the fact that you know this generation was plagued by um you know a lot of myths a lot of stereotypes because you know we we tend mm-hmm. to stereotype senior citizens more than we stereotype any other generation right let's not let's not even deny that yeah. right we we're very uh, sort of eager to put labels on them we call them cranky we call them you know irrelevant we call them uh, grumpy we call them slow we call them lazy we call them all kinds of things right and i think for us as a brand uh, right mm-hmm. from the time that we started which was 2018 we started operating here in india through campaigns and through communication i remember the first campaign that we designed was called love not labels it was really about shattering those stereotypes mm. that exist you know within the cultural context of india right uh, but but you know um 
very very soon we realized that it was actually not just india where these stereotypes existed it was actually all over the world maybe in india and a few south asian countries it was a little more pronounced uh, but it you know these sort of um, uh, perceptions about the elderly um, the fact that you know they are seen as a burden often they're seen as people that uh, are uh more of a trouble than anything else uh you know and many other things that i that i sort of spoke of earlier i think these um stereotypes sort of exist everywhere and i think for us as a brand it was very very important um to take a stand right and to um make a very very bold statement to say that you know enough of labels i think what they deserve is love right um and consistently through the last 4 years i think we've we've managed to shatter all kinds of stereotypes that exist around seniors and trying to change perceptions around them and i think uh, today we are seen as a brand that sort of stands up for this audience and um, you know are uh, all about them really um so i think you know that's that's really how we we sort of went about it um obviously the secondary tg which is the children of senior citizens also played a part in this uh, because often um mm-hmm. you know the children don't realize that they also tend to stereotype a lot right they that they also tend to kind of yeah. put them in boxes they also have a lot of misconceptions about what uh, what really um senior citizens today are about uh, i think children today or the younger generation today don't realize that senior citizens today the senior citizen of 2022 is a far cry from the senior citizen of let's say the 1980s you know they are extremely independent they're independent thinking they're they're self reliant like i mentioned and they have a mind of their own and they're not really scared to follow their heart you know and um they are sort of saying that you know we've done our best for society for for uh you know our families we've fulfilled all our responsibilities and now it's time for us to really uh sort of chill and you know just just live it up right so i think it's so it was important to kind of bring about that emotion as well which is an emotion which is which is not talked about enough right definitely not in the india context where seniors mm-hmm. are kind of seen as you know these this sort of um uh, for the lack of a better word this bechara kind of a uh, <laughs> of an audience that that uh, just um is living one day at a time and kind of almost waiting to die kind of a thing which is not really the case at all right so i think that that aspect mm-hmm. of their lives was very very important for us to highlight as a brand now i would like to go back to the point that you mentioned um and you said it really well you said you know a brand is not built in a day and um the purpose of this podcast and uh, and my belief is that you know great brands are created through dark horse events right these are the really really small events that you do in uh, consecutive um, uh, fashion and then over time it builds a really strong band uh, you talked about one of the campaigns that you ra- uh, ran which is love not labels uh, but from your experience which were the other notable dark horse events or campaigns that you have ideated and executed that have created a brand that columbia pacific community says today 
well you know a couple of them definitely come to mind and i must share with you that in the last 3 years uh, columbia pacific uh, communities has been able to create some you know magical campaigns that have gone on to win many many awards um, at last count we have won 105 awards in the last 3 years making us one of the most awarded uh, brands in marketing and communication today in the country and these are awards from very prestigious uh, you know uh, forums um and um, i think that um, for us um, uh, what's important is storytelling and what's important is you know the message and how the message makes you feel really it's not really about massive budgets it's not really about massive production costs it's not really about getting a fancy celebrity well sometimes we do work with celebrities as well but you know it, they have to be people that resonate with the brand but it's ultimately really about how well we are able to tell a story you know and a very unique story so some of the campaigns that uh, i'm personally very um proud of um, are uh, well you know in 2019 just before the pandemic hit um we actually did um this uh, christmas flash mob you know we got nine senior citizens um dressed in sort of christmas finery um take to the streets of bangalore so some of the busiest spots in bangalore whether that was brigade road whether that was uh, garuda mall whether that was vr mall uh so we actually had these senior citizens kind of you know break into a flash mob and they dance to um you know uh, to jingle bells uh so they they actually had to be trained for a good two weeks we had a choreographer come on board uh these senior citizens would come to our office uh they would get trained and finally they were ready to kind of put out this flash mob and the idea was to say that you know why should flash mobs be only for young people you know i mean when you see a bunch of uh, 60 plus people break into a flash mob i mean it's it's something that uh, is just so heartening to see you know it's just such a happy sight and we had you know people from the streets joining them and coming and hugging them and dancing with them and you know sort of you know becoming a part of that celebration and it was uh, also just a week prior to christmas so it was the perfect time to do that every christmas we do uh, you know a bigish campaign which is a brand campaign to take our message of positive aging forward so that was one of the campaigns that come to mind then the year after that which was 2020 which was the pandemic year uh, you know uh, we couldn't really do anything offline because you know um, everybody had to be uh, at home so what we did was we uh, we actually got a few senior citizens from across our communities uh, to uh do this kind of a uh presentation right um uh for the deaf and mute community right so we had 400 people from the deaf and mute community join us on a zoom call where they were presented with uh jingle bells uh which was performed through sign language to to them right and again this was something that they had to be trained uh at you know we got a sign language expert to train them they taught how to kind of communicate in sign language and sing that song in sign language and then they they sort of put that performance up for the deaf and mute community so it was our message of you know uh of one community kind of spreading this message of love and and born home to to another community right a very special community so that was 2020 last year um well we've done many memorable campaigns we've done campaigns with uh with uh, mr raskin bond uh we've very recently done something with uh shabana azmi which is again an important one called chief experience officer which basically um you know 
sort of shatters this notion of uh, people having to retire at 60 because feel we feel that senior citizens have a lot of potential and they have a lot to offer to the world and they don't shouldn't actually be forced to retire at 60 because a lot of them don't want to and they want to live very active lives and this initiative was supported by Shaban Azmi where we created you know uh, this microsite where people could actually companies could actually go and post um, vacancies for senior citizens and senior citizens looking for roles could also come and post their profiles as well right so that was um, you know that was an uh, an initiative that was called chief experience officer which we launched on the occasion of world senior citizens day this this year um, so you know those those are just some of them but there are so many that we have done in the last four years but yeah these are some of the ones that you know that come to mind now i would want to come back to you specifically so you i was just going through your profile and something interesting uh, struck me uh, you have mentioned that you believe in striking the right balance between the yin and the yang of marketing so what do you mean specifically by this what is the yin and the yang of marketing yeah well you know the marketing actually is is one of the few professions that lets you use your right and left left brain brain uh, you know, uh, consistently, right? Um, it is as much a right brain mm-hmm. thing as it is a left brain thing. Uh, but I think that, um, you know, uh, today in the very data obsessed world that we live in, uh, I think marketing has become so much about data that we're actually forgetting the creativity in marketing and the role that mm-hmm. it plays and the importance of it, right? And uh, for me, um, having spent many years in the creative uh, side of things as well, I think creativity and the power of storytelling and the power of, you know, making that connection with your customers is is as import- important as, you know, uh, kind of, you know, analyzing um, huge volumes of data and gaining insights from from it. Um, you know, ultimately, we have to understand that uh, the person that you're speaking to, um, I mean, there is, there is, of course, data, but behind every data is a person of flesh and blood, right? And that is your customer. And uh, you're not really marketing to data. You're marketing to a customer who is a human being, right? Sure, I mean, today you can communicate with the persons who are bought. You can do all of that. But ultimately, that, you know, that sort of very human tactile touch is, I think, uh, still very important. And I feel like it's undervalued. And um, I think that there are great dangers to us um, ignoring the creative side of things, right, um, and becoming too data obsessed. I think uh, while data is absolutely critical to any business, and I, I think the importance of data can't be undermined, uh, but I think that um, it's it's also very very important to to realize that ultimately great brands are built on on great stories, you know, and people buy brands they don't buy commodities and what makes an entity a brand is a great story right um so i think that's that's why i say that you know i try to kind of uh, strike a healthy balance of the yin and the yang um i am a liberal so my job is to kind of strike a healthy balance and i hope i i've been able to do that and yeah that's what i mean by that now if I had to take one key takeaway from your con- our conversation, uh, Piali, is that don't market to the segment, market to the person. 
um and i think that is the key to building a great brand and building a successful company as well so thank you very much bali for coming on to the show um you clearly brought in really fresh perspectives in terms of marketing and how we should focus on creativity and not just data so thank you very much for coming on to the show it was a pleasure speaking to you thank you so much harshit i've really enjoyed my conversation with you and i really wish you the best and i hope that i was able to add some value to whoever is tuning in and uh, you know spending time on this podcast hi guys if you like what you heard and want to hear more such stories then do subscribe to the disrupt show where i speak to young media professionals about the disruptions they're creating in the industry <laughs>